hobby with reckless abandon. Why, hello, and welcome Woo. to Season 22, Episode 16 of Happy Jacks RPG Podcast. My name is Stu. My name is Kimmy. I'm Chris. Yes. And Chris, who the hell are you, and how did you get into my house? Yes. I was going through your trash. Oh. Uh, and you said, cans. hey, do you want to be on a podcast? I was like, great. Sure. Sign me up. I did. I did say that. Actually, I've just been stalking Happy, Happy Jacks at Con for the last few years, and finally got my way. Because you're, you're, you're local if you consider the West Side to be local. Yeah, well, tonight I don't. Right. <laughs> <laughs> two hours, you know. You had to cross yeah. the Great Divide. Yes, uh-huh. right. yes. So, uh, and you, you've got a game that's published and out and available now. What is that? Talk the, about that. Yeah, the happiest apocalypse on Earth. Yes. Yes, it is a uh, Lovecraftian jaunt through uh, children's theme parks. Awesome. And uh, yeah, it was kickstarted uh, earlier this year, and um, it's been a hell of a ride. Been a yeah. hell of a ride, uh, but very excited about that project and and all of the other projects that mm-hmm. I find myself stumbling into. So you paid off your mortgage? Oh yeah, right, from, the, from the set pro- proceeds. Right? <laughs> Are you kidding? Yeah, I live in a sweet life now. Oh yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. right. That's sweet. You Moving to the south of France. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I was able to get a Starbucks and everything. <laughs> well, a cup, not a store. <laughs> All right. Uh, in this episode of Happy Jacks RPG Podcast, that was me licking my thumb. Yes. And that didn't actually help me turn the page at all. Not at all. <clears throat> Kevin from jackmonkeygames.com writes in about NPC plot Im- immunity. Immunity. Mike from PA, I believe that's Pennsylvania, or it could be Paw. I think it's Paw. It could be. Uh, believes he has a dice curse. Larry sends <laughs> us a game day report and a question, and Jim Toe sends us. An annoying con game story. I don't know if the con game is annoying or if the story is annoying. Mm, we'll have to find out. Maybe both. It could be. Is your mic on? Your mic is sitting sideways. Oh, sorry. Maybe both. That was a little loud. Okay. That's, that's all right. It's fine. It was enthusiastic. It's, yes. There. Uh, but first, before we get to that, if you'd like to email us, you can email us at happyjacksrpg at gmail.com, happyjacksrpg at gmail.com. We're on all of the social medias. We are. Media. Pinterest? No. Oh. I'll get on that. <laughs> I'm on Pinterest. No, don't. <laughs> uh, Happy Jacks RPG, all one word. And if you'd like to watch the show live, we stream the show at 7-ish p.m., as those of you watching live know. We had technical difficulties We had technical difficulties. Mi- none of our mice worked. Look at this. I got four four mice in front of me. Wait, yeah, five, four? I have four and here. that's not even the one we're using. And none of them work. <laughs> and one of them is brand new. Yeah, we literally just bought it. It's very frustrating. Everything's fine. <laughs> Sorry, Canada. Um, <laughs> but if you'd like to email, or if you'd like to watch the show live, you can go to happyjacks.org slash live. Ooh, Korean. Um, happyjacks.org slash live. Yeah. And... Uh, the links to the Twitter and the links, or the the Twitch and the links to uh, the YouTube, which we're still in the, we're still they got us still sitting for like in the another corner. like week and a half, and then we'll be able to stream live to YouTube too at the same time until we have a technical problem and st- happen to stream tw- happen to stream twice. We never have technical problems except right now today. Very right. smooth, very smooth. <laughs> it is smooth, slick as snot on Sand a doorknob. Paper. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, right. no, that's not slick. Well, yeah, it's, ir- it's an irony. Yeah. <laughs> nice I mean, I guess no, it depends on the consistency of the snot. Or how long it's been there. Yeah. Those are all variables in this. Mucus. Okay. 
now, before we start, where if people want to find get the happiest apocalypse on Earth, where do they go? Oh, the uh, well, I guess the best place to go is my website because I get more money um, if you buy it from there. Uh, but that also means I have to print out the label and send it. Uh, <laughs> which, oh, oh. <laughs> it's a disaster. Although, so no, I, I, that, I did right? T-shirts and I printed out. Or, or had to print out labels because when the T-shirt finally came out, every day I'm getting four or five emails for T-shirts, and it's like there's an well, hour every day I'm printing out labels and printing stuff and packaging. It's, it's and not a burden them. except that uh, our it person is. personal mail carrier doesn't ever pick up the outgoing mail. Oh. So I'll have I'll have the envelope nicely done, put out for her, and she just leaves it. Yeah. So I have to go and find one of the blue boxes, which are never anywhere you think they would be. You no. know, they're not at any grocery store. They're oh, I think most of them now are gone. I think yeah, most of them are in front of post office. There's one on yeah. Pico and Westwood. Oh, you do wow. still have yeah, some. Okay. Yeah, and I have to cut across traffic <laughs> right? and park in somebody's yeah. lawn to get... To anyway, go to my website, <laughs> and I will send you a book. Um, Christopher.world, uh, you can get my game there. Also, drive through uh, That way it gets mm-hmm. into your drive through library, uh, and they do print-on-demand, so you can get it that oh, way, cool. too. Excellent. Woot! Very good. All right. Well, since you're a guest, do you want to read the first email? Of course. Do the thing! I have to get <coughs> the glasses. Yes. You know, two years ago, I didn't have to do this. Oh, <laughs> uh, I don't want to hear about it. Yeah, I've had to have mine since, like, fourth grade. And I have to look like this, you know? That's, you do. Like, condescending. Yeah, right. yeah, absolutely. Right. You have to push them up a little bit, too, when you're cooking. <laughs> well, <people>. actually... <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> I think I did an entire character in your game like this. You did. Yeah. It yeah. was perfect. It was so perfect. It was mostly so I could read the character sheet. Yeah. <laughs> I folded it Nobody into Nobody suspected it. Yeah. It seemed right. like the character. Good. Good. Okay. Uh, hello from Sydney. I found an interesting solution to a problem. So working on this AP podcast, I assume that means actual play, actual play yes. not Associated Press. No. No, I don't actual think so. Play. On this actual play Although podcast. Although Associated Press should have a podcast. If they don't, they I probably they do. do. At least have yeah, we I have know, we I have know. a way to find. You keep okay. reading. I'll, I'll find out right yeah. now. Where I <laughs> this AP podcast where I mix voice acting to do world building and occasionally MP- NPC voice it sounds interesting. Yeah, through my through my efforts, I was able to get a professional voice actor to volunteer to the voice of the season one and two villain. Ooh. In my excitement, I wrote all of the scenes for season one and two. Okay. <laughs> Bold. In advance, and I sent the script to the actor who did an amazing job. All is going according to plan till I remembered something very important. <laughs> Think that's what's bold about this. Yep. If the players kill the NPC in season one, dun, dun, dun. I have wasted all of that work and effort. Not to mention free voice acting. Right. Well, it's voice acting for exposure, probably. Maybe. Because people who are artists love working for exposure. <laughs> That's our favorite Goes thing. right in the pocket. Yeah. Two no. rules of game mastering that I hold dear are staring me in the face at this point. Number one, never put anything in front of the players you don't want them to kill. That's an important rule. Yes. Yeah. Number two, having a villain have plot immunity is no fun to players and will build resentment. Also yep. important. Well, you figured it out. Those are good rules. Faced with this, I started to think, what would happen if I told the players in advance they could not kill the NPC? Uh, uh, what do you think about that? Well, let's, let's get to the end I, and then we'll talk. I did just that. Okay. I told the players that the NPC was important to next session and could not die. They could capture, kick the shit out of him, disrupt his plans, but he could not die due to plot reasons. I'm even willing to offer extra XP to players who find a reason to not kill the NPC. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> now, what if they happened to tear out his vocal cords? Amazing. <laughs> you, know, you know what I would have done? I, I would have gotten, you know, Doritos, right? Oh. And some cheese dip, and I said, you can have a Dorito if Why you do not kill my empty Dorito. <laughs> <laughs> Take the Dorito. Dorito. Dorito and cinnamon. Yeah. Uh, in that way, so I didn't have to step in as a GM, such <laughs> as when the NPC is bloody and on the ground, hiding the gun to his head and saying, you are lucky, you have in- the information we need, or killing you would be mercy, making a sound convincing, of course. Right. Killing you would be mercy. Yes. Asking the player's permission was one of the best ideas. The actual battle was perhaps one of the best ones we have had as a group, and the feedback from the players was uh, that knowing that they could not kill the NPC did not remove any of the fun from the battle. However, if I did some hand-waving to make the NPC come back without talking to them first, they would have been pissed off. Mm-hmm. Kevin. I, I don't understand that last bit. Wait. P.S. Drink. If, however, if I did some hand-waving to make... The NPC so, like, come out they, without if talking. If you hadn't like they, they explained, hey, you oh. guys can't kill the NPC. Right. Like if okay. they'd just been like magically, he's alive like, like, again. I thought like they kicked the shit out of the NPC and uh, sent him out of town. But if he came back without checking with us first, no, no, no. <laughs> okay. Like they were like, okay, we can't kill him, but they're like, oh, it's his magic twin brother. Aha! Right, right. Like then they would have been pissed. I think that um, it's always good to talk to players. Mm-hmm. I um, found that you know the gotcha doesn't work anymore um, on the player side or the GM. I mean, because the players do that too. Well, they'll look at you know I'm really? going to I'm going to triangulate these five things and mm-hmm. surprise my okay my players surprise <laughs> for, for surprise the GM make them oh, flat footed sure. you know gotcha. I love it when they do that. Mm-hmm. But the GMs, I mean, talking to the players is a good idea. I, I'm kind of I'd yes. like to think about this. I mean, what what about telling them you cannot? As well, a plot element, I think you have to phrase it as "please don't." Yeah, because <laughs> it's has plot significance, and there's some investment that I want to kind of surprise you with later. Right. You know what I mean? And I think most people would be cool. With yeah, that. and especially if you're doing like I think this is one of the things that kind of makes our APs very different than other APs. Like because we don't edit ours, we don't like ours are like raw on the table. There's when we fuck up, you know, they're oh, yeah. there. You can hear right everything there. about it. Like, when the players can't think of something funny or edgy, like, there's that pause while we're trying to think of something funny to say, or to and, what, I mean, would I, what would my character do right now? There are, there are APs that are designing designing the game and the <clears throat> designing the narrative specifically for the audience, which has some merit, I think. Absolutely. But it's very different. And it takes a lot more work, right. I think. And I think I think the fact that this As is an AP, yeah, showing in this. which is great. I mean, that's amazing. And those are so popular. Some of the most popular uh, APs out there are highly produced, highly scripted, highly planned. Mm-hmm. And that doesn't detract from their entertainment value or how great they are or getting people into the hobby no. and things like that. So I don't... I see this as very separate advice from what I would tell a regular, like, a, a table of players. Yes. So, like, those are, you know, the two rules that you brought up, Kevin, are awesome. Like, never put in fr- anything in front of the players that you don't want them to kill, because mm-hmm. we will kill it. And then, two, have a villain with pro- plot immunity isn't any fun. But when you are working, you know, it's a collaborative storytelling experience. Yes. A collaborative storytelling experience for a produced AP like this is different than it would be for just, like... A fucking let loose table. Exactly. And I think that's okay. And uh, yeah, it sounds like you handled it great. It sounds like your players still had a great time. It sounds like you still get to use your amazing thing that you created. Oh yeah, the oh, voiceover. Yeah, right which is. I mean, fantastic. If this was a home game, mm-hmm. I would say 
why are you planning out so much stuff that you know that you yeah. have pre-recorded voiceovers for two seasons? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Because one of the things I'm, I got so many irons in the fire, but yeah, one of the things I'm doing for Vast Dominions, the Mont Setic, yeah, uh, it takes place in the like, not quite the teens. It's like nineteen aughts. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, they have discovered something like radio. Mm-hmm. It's called telewave, and they can record. Um, on these like wax discs and listen to recordings that have been transmitted across mm-hmm. space. One of the my plans because I bought vastdominions.com. Yeah. One of my plans is to put resources up there where it's like I'm going to put on the compressor and screw up the EQ on there and say, "Greetings to all space fans across the gut right and then do and awesome. I'm going to do announcement things. Mm-hmm. But they're going to have to be super generic because they're going to be. They might introduce a plot point. Maybe I'm going to write some you know one sheet adventures that people can. Right. Can get and then you can go to the web page and you can download the MP3s of the you know the announcer announcing the news story that sets off the plot hook. Right. But I can't really do much more than that because I don't know what they're going to do. Who knows, right? Right. But um, it, it's that kind of a problem. It's like, especially if he's got someone who's willing to uh, to do this gratis. Yeah. I understand wanting to get as much out of him as possible. Uh-huh. But um, I don't. I don't know. I mean, in a normal game, I wouldn't. Want to be bound to try to make sure all that stuff got used, right? The, uh, the wonder the extent of the dialogue too. I mean, yeah. I, right. I, I use this platform called Sirenscape, which does uh, really great sound effects, and some of them are voice acting. Mm. In fact, Matt Mercer did a couple of them cool. you know, with his fabulous hair. The hair doesn't come with the program, but oh. <laughs> the uh, but, but you can w- see a YouTube video and see that. Yeah, and you can watch it. Yeah, hey, we've got Stork. We've got fabulous <laughs> hair here. Okay. <laughs> Yeah, but uh, there there are NPC uh, things in there, but they're right. always things like "No, don't hit me," or you know, yeah. "I will destroy," you know, and they're just generic. <laughs> yeah. you know, you like just play it. Soundbites from like a, a video game or something. Right, right. yeah, right, and uh, and and those are great, I guess. And but uh, I just wonder, you know, having script everything, scripted everything out mm-hmm. was bold. Yeah, hey, sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think, um, yeah, I think like what you're saying like, at a normal game. I think as a player, I would be like. What do you mean we can't kill? What? What? Like I think I'd be annoyed by that. Well, it would make me want to kill. Yeah, but, you know. Yeah, rage like increasing. Doritos. It's like when okay. I can't kill him. Yeah. Then you better not put him in the same room with so, me because now I'm definitely gonna kill him. <laughs> <laughs> like this is gonna seem very odd, but okay. I went into the library at my school the other day, and there's a a little X on the wall with electrical tape, and a little sign above it that says "Do not touch." <laughs> like Sounds I, like an experiment, right? I, I, I it might be. The first thing I did was look around to see if someone was like filming because I'm like, this is an elementary school library, like, and there's like you can tell like there's actually a, probably a hole behind it, but you can tell that because the electrical tape has been stretched by everybody pressing in the middle. Of course, of course. <laughs> probably right behind it is like Elect- yeah, something a, a, a bare 880 wire something, or something. something <laughs> awful. But it was literally like the worst thing you can do to people is be like. Oh, here's a thing. Don't touch it. Don't press that Don't button. Kill. Here's a cool NPC. Don't kill him. Right. It's like, mm, yeah. I feel th- I'm going to kill him right now. Right. Like, right well, now. Why does he have no. a stupid face? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Take this guy down. Yeah. But, yeah, I mean, yeah, it's ridiculous. What you but, do is make the NPC really endearing and lovable. Yeah, that's the other thing you Oh, wait, yeah, that wouldn't work either. No, no it's it a villain. Yeah. Eventually, yeah. But, um,. But yeah, I mean, having that discussion about, you know, when you're using this many resources, when it is for, 
you know, production other than your own shits and giggles, and you give a shit like we don't, because um, we just play for our own shits and giggles, and you guys just hang out for some reason. I don't know. <laughs> for the most part. Yeah. Until you don't, and then you leave. But then right. you're not hearing us anyway, so it doesn't matter. Um, and more giggles than shits, really. Depending on who's playing and what they've eaten, I think that's accurate. Not in this. This prohibited in this one. In this yes, category. I know that. In this, yeah. in this the, is going the bathroom direction. here. <laughs> this is going up. <laughs> this is all right. Um, I think I have a no poop sign that's over there specifically do. for that door. Because uh-huh. it's, it's a small bad. space. But you had to put a, a uh, you had to put a sign up, which means yep. there was. Oh yeah. yeah. Well, th- this is also the same place where the boggards record. Yeah. And so one of them says, "Oh man." That fourth bean burrito really did me in. Excuse me for a second. <laughs> Next thing you know, we're taking a break for four hours. Yes. <laughs> yeah, it is more of a bogger problem than a Happy Jacks problem now. Yes. Yes. Now. Now. Well, the Happy Jacks crew has changed significantly over yes. the years, too. It started out with many of them being boggards, and now we've skewed with, as the pool has grown. Yes. Yeah, the, 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 the boggard... Continue uh, smaller, like ratio. the ratio. The yeah. ratio is much smaller. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. Yes. All right. All right. Thank you very much there yeah. for the email. And uh, if anyone wants to check out his website, because he put it on there, yeah, it's probably why you emailed it to begin with, huh? Oh. Uh, JackMonkeyGames.com. That's JackMonkeyGames.com. Yes. Very cool. Kevin from Sydney. Thank you very much. All right. Uh, oh no, I've got the curse from Mike in PA. Paul. Wait, there's a thing bef- above that. Oh, you want to talk about what? What'd you play? Uh, this week. Uh, excuse me. Sorry, oh, Canada. This, okay. Um, we played. Uh, we played L five R. It really reeks. I know. It really it's reeks. Bad. I'm sorry. It's I'm okay. really sorry. All right. So we played L five R on Sunday. Remember, you were there. Yes. Yes. We played. I didn't play. I, I GM. But yes, I do remember yes. just playing. Um, GMing is playing. Yeah, Sometimes it's playing. <laughs> Sometimes with as much as we talk, it's just sitting and watching. Yes. A lot of that happens. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> And it was pretty awesome. Uh, it was like uh, we were missing Dave, but we've added um, Eli. Eli in that game, and he's a great addition, and he really knows the system really well, which is great. Um, yeah, it was super fun. It was more of a setup for the next arc, right? More than anything else, because not, not a lot of stuff happened. I mean, there was a little bit of combat. Yeah, but I think I think those games are important too. Like, you know, in in the the ebb and flow of a campaign, if every single game is just action, 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 action. I right. think you can get burned out too. There's, I think it's important sometimes to have the, especially in a game like L5R where the political aspect is so important as well. Yeah. To have some of those. Okay, we're just going to kind of strategize and figure out what our next moves are. Um, and we did that, and it was fun and then good. And you should go watch it or listen to it. I think it's out. It's not up yet. No, I don't think so. Yet. I think I'm behind. I don't know. Let me see the sheet. I can tell you right now if I'm okay. behind. Well, you should catch up then. Um, and then Wednesday. Oh yeah, I'm behind. You're way behind. All right, so um, it'll be up soon. Yeah, yeah. After this weekend, <clears throat> um, usually they come out like the week after they they're um, done. So uh, it should be out like Monday, right? Uh, yeah. Night? No, yeah. I'll put it up. I'll probably put it up this weekend. Okay. I'll probably put it um, weekend. and then Wednesday we had the first um, uh, episode, like play episode Vault 818? of Vault Eight One Eight. Yes. Which is Apocalypse World. That game is off the fucking rails. Like character creation, it was like skewed to the side. It was amazing. Perfect. It's going to be crazy. Are there pit boys in blue suits? Or did you guys kill all that? No, stuff too? we okay. no. We're, we I have that, but 
Samantha joined that game. I did walk through here and someone said, okay, no one else can take powered armor. I did, <laughs> I did hear Jason say that. I'm the only one with, I'm the only one with powered armor. So I play the driver, and that we've switched that to be a power armor thing. And um, and then Samantha has a cult again. She somehow managed... Hi, Shark, come on in. Did you forget? I took your seat. It's okay. No, it's no, okay. no, 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 no you're, you're all set. Stork's finally here. Yay, Stork. Um, anyway, so... We started eight, right? No. Seven. We, we started at seven for like... Eight months now, or actually almost a year. It's been a long week. <laughs> That's fine. Anyway, um, so Samantha. Thank you. You're welcome. I found it sitting on my one of my tickets. All right, so Samantha also has a cult again. So we are in a vault. We are the the children of of uh, Hollywood celebrities, like not the children, but like the great 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 grandchildren of. So we have actually like skewed their movies and like legend, and so she created a religion. Of Ziggy Stardust and Lady Gaga because she's their descendant. Oh, okay, all right. So that is the religion of our vaults. Mm-hmm. And there's like dance numbers. Right. It's, it's way off the fucking rails. There's a prayer it's to amazing. the Thin White Duke. It's there actually are. really cool. If you read the, the form of Duke, the Thin yeah. White Duke, that was, that was one <laughs> of you scoot this David way. Bowie's. Right. One of David Bowie's yeah. persona was the Thin White Duke, which okay. is, I think, my favorite yes. of his personas. And and it's just the most fucking weird and epic thing. I You know how Samantha can like make something weird <clears throat> and it's just so good, and you're just like, right. you. You're so well, let me normal put it this way. looking until that happens. Samantha's very good at making things from whole cloth. Yeah. Right. And, and she, she's also she literally created she, a religion from the ground up. And with with the help of the forum. She also does will take disturbing things and make them funny. Like yeah. which in the vampire game, she wanted to own a U-boat. So she bought a U-boat. So <laughs> she bought a U-boat. So as a gift, <laughs> I don't remember which NPC it was, but one of the NPCs went and found a bunch of old an old U-boat um, a U boat crew. That was you, dude. No, that it was, was me. No, it was me. No, no, no. But I'm getting to the funny part, um, which was not me. Both of you scoot the same way. But um, there you go. The, right. Basically, someone went around and scoured the world for people who had worked on U or sh- were, been on U boats who were ghouled. Yeah. So they would live a long time, and found an entire crew and gifted a crew of U boat U U boat a U boat crew to her. And then she came to the realization, oh yeah, they would be Nazis. So she sent them to sensitivity training. <laughs> <laughs> I'll never forget that reveal too. Right. Yeah. Which was I, I think it was it was uh, it was your, your favorite little Nasparatu. And he's like, uh <coughs> Your Grace, uh there's Nazis on the beach. <laughs> just like, yeah, yeah, whatever. No, no. They're legitimate, like saluting Nazis on the beach. You need to get down here now. Yeah. <laughs> and <laughs> she shows up and they're all like, hey, 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 see, hey, see, hey. And, and I remember. Oh no 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 no! You get, you can't do that don't anymore. Do that. Well, no, yeah. Yeah, right. But, but it was. No, that's what she said to them. Yeah, yeah right, mm, right, right. No, but, no, no. It's, but it was a thing, it, and it was very funny the way you presented that, the way that unfolded, and we all sat there and we went. And I remember Mac got up and Mac, Mac, you know, who's in this game and is, and she gets up and I hear her giggling all the way to the bathroom, <laughs> <laughs> and I hear her in the bathroom going. <laughs> it's, it was such it, it's, it was such a slow reveal. It's like, oh my god, there's Nazis on the beach. Oh my god, there's, na- oh my god. 
<laughs> it was like three layers. It was genius. But it's it also genius. a cool gift, right? Yeah. yeah. It's like, right. here's an actual right. U-boat crew U-boat crew for your U-boat. Yeah. How, how the did the sensitivity training go? We don't. We never really got to that uh. because the shit hit the fan very soon after that, and she actually needed that boat to get yeah. away. They're yeah. gold, so pretty much anything you want, they'll kind of do. So yeah. I'm guessing right. it probably went fine. Yes, <laughs> it would. Uh, people are asking for the soundboard. Hold on. Stalks, hair is no, great. Yes, they are. Yes, they are. Ever asked yeah. for the soundboard. No, they, they're doing it. Here, here, the Why problem make Storks when you no great. problem yeah. have you don't want to yeah, make? Go on, Biden. Welcome to Costco. I mean, it's not Matt. I love you. Alright, there you go. Ours is they the original. Yeah, our, this is a good soundboard. There's some good shit on here. Matt was on our show before. Yeah. Yeah, I know. Before he was big. You're, you're Matt Hipster. Well, <laughs> he was big back then. He was just doing voiceover work, though. So, you know, just. He just did a lot <laughs> yeah, of voiceover he was, work. A, he was uh, in Tap, Tappy's games. Tappy was yeah. in his gaming group. Yeah, yeah, I do yeah. have a great Matt Mercer story, oh, yeah? mm-hmm. which I'll make brief. Mm-hmm. Okay. I was at Bear, mm-hmm. and he was there. He does that. This last season, yeah. No, uh, two seasons ago. Okay. Yeah, he goes every year. And I, um, I, I saw his hair first. Yeah. Right. That's well, fabulous. And I looked to my wife and I said, That's Matt Mercer. And she says, Who? I said, Matt Mercer. I got to go say hi to him. You know, I got to shake his hand and thank him for being Matt Mercer. And, you know, I'm fanboying, <laughs> right? Sorry. And I, I get over to him, you know, and somebody moves out of my way so that, you know, he sees me coming, moves out of his way, my way. And I go and I shake his hand. He's very gracious, very nice. And, I said, you know, I said, You know, thank you. Uh, keep up the good work. Just wanted to meet you. And I walked away and I turned back and I realized the entire cast was there. Yeah. Oh, no shit. And I just completely bulldozed past <laughs> all of them. <laughs> and, like, uh, right to, and so I felt like an asshole. <clears throat> well, Taliesin was a bogger for like five minutes once, wasn't he? Uh, true. True that. It, yeah. yeah. It was Did about he pass the audition? He actually passed the audition. Yeah. And then, and then he sure? called me in the next week and said, I, I can't do it. Yeah. I, yeah, I do remember that, but I did we actually let him in or did he just uh, assume we let him in? This is inside baseball stuff. We really shouldn't go with I'm hey, kidding. He's I'm famous kidding. now. You let him in. <laughs> no, I didn't think we turned him in. He was famous before. He was famous yeah, yeah, before. He's yeah, a child he actor. He was a child actor. Yeah. Go, yeah. Go, and go and he worked for, he worked for, for years. He was a. Uh, I know, I remember him for years. What should we call it? Yeah. Sorry, sorry for outing you, Tallison, but yes, child actor. He's been. With the boars, what do you call those guys? The. Canoers? No, the inventors. No, he wasn't an inventor. He wasn't an inventor. What. What are they called? What what was the guild that that Engie the Sea Dogs ran? Not the Sea Dogs. Oh. It's the other sailing guild with oars. Oarmen, the Mariners, Mariners, oh. the Mariners. Yes, I knew oh, it. Yeah. Would, I knew That's someone would say that word eventually. He used to come get drunk with Tappy at the stage all the time. Oh yeah, all. The oh things. no, no, he didn't. No, he came over and they would enjoy some water. 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 Yes. I mean, a long time ago, <laughs> not any time recently. Obviously, we all follow the rules now. My recollection is that he made it in. We'll talk about this later. No, he did. No, he did. I was yeah. fucking. I was, was fucking in. with him. Because if he uh, on the uh, in the event he ever sees this, I want him to go. Oh, you fuckhead! No, he, 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 <laughs> <laughs> anyway. All right. This is uh, not interesting to anybody. Who wants oh to play no! RPGs. This is very self-indulgent of us. Oh okay. no! I've got the curse from Mike in Pennsylvania. I feel Hi. like Stork should read this specifically. No, but I, uh, That'd be I great. started I'm, it. No, okay, no, go ahead. I have nothing to read it off of. Oh yeah, give uh, here. You want some sheets? No, that's okay. I, no, come okay. He's going to do it from memory. Stu traditionally reads the first one. Well, this is the second one. We let him read the first one because he was a guest. Wow, is that that late? We start at seven now. I know. We start at seven. Oh, no, I've got the curse from Mike in PA. You you want me to read this instead of you? Mm -hmm. Because I think we're suffering. I know, I'm the the new. new Hi, ladies and gents and Stork. (laughs) It's about time I sent another email round to you guys. This time, it comes with some sad news. I've realized I'm the person in the group that has the shitty luck. I'm cursed. My friends and fellow gamers grimace and sigh before I roll. I, I can barely look at my rolled dice pools without wincing. 
<laughs> looking for games that aren't D20 based to avoid the flat probability curve. Who am I kidding? It's more like a declining line. <laughs> <laughs> My regular GM has come to expect little success from my character's actions. I'm the East Coast Stork. My question is, my question to you is thus. <coughs> How can someone with shit luck expect to survive in a low hit point, deadly systems I enjoy? How does Stork deal with the his storkiness? How do I deal with this in real life disad? I recall on several occasions the suggestion to role-play more and roll less as an option. I like rolling dice, though, despite my fortunes. What do I do? The bus is going 60 miles an hour. What do you do? (laughs) That aside, keep up the great work on the show. The diversity of voices, opinions, and personalities brings nuance, humor, and excitement to every episode and keeps the show one of my favorites. Stay amazing! Well, thank you. Best wishes, Mike from PA. Yeah. Uh, yeah, you may have noticed in my role playing style that I I talk a lot, and it's mostly to avoid rolling dice. Right, you try it, to it, divert the GM from I, the mechanic. I have yeah. even said to Stu, "Well, I, I've got some some bonuses in hunting. Uh, can I use <laughs> hunting instead of uh, investigate?" No, investigate. But I'm really good at hunting. Isn't hunting like investigate? No, it's clearly an investigation role. <laughs> but, but I'm hunting like tracks. No, it's an investigative role. Damn it! Roll. Fail. <laughs> so, the only advice I can give to you is try really hard to play towards whatever skills you have that are good. Try to try to frame them in your role playing, and if and it, it, this is if you're actually going to get to role playing, if you're actually going to get to rolling dice, because I try to role play it out as much as I can. Because, well, let's face it, my luck is a black hole. Yeah, it is. <laughs> it's. And, and, and I'll tell you this: it's actually improved my role playing. It's actually improved my uh, appreciation. Yeah, <laughs> it actually improved my appreciation of games because uh, having to talk your way out of fights, having to talk your way out or talk your way in to places, is much more interesting than just saying, "I roll to see if I defeat the guard. I roll to see if I outwit him." Yeah, yeah it's like the visual disability that you you compensate through, you know. Hearing better and your sensors, yeah. Well, yeah. It, it, embrace it. Well, it, yeah, yes, yes, <laughs> and and it it be, because I don't want to roll a randomizer. I'm actually trying to move the game in different ways and maybe influence the game to my advantage. Now, a good GM, a crafty GM like Stu, will say, mm, "No, no, no, you're you're effing with this too much." Or they'll go with it. Like it's or also go with yeah. It. Go ahead. Yeah, pick that up. I um, first off, there's no such thing as dice curse. True. <laughs> <laughs> and we see that. Uh, to be fair, we see that on L five R because you usually roll really well in L five R. You don't do bad in L five R at all. It's no. a randomizer. I I, I agree. Right. There's no such thing as a curse. No I'm not that superstitious. But now, if you actually think that there's something wrong, if you actually think there's something wrong with your with your die rolling. You might not be rolling fair dice. That's possible. Yes. I mean, it's possible that you have that dice can be skewed. Yeah. There was a time when you Switch went out with the, the uh, with the uh, you were like Luzachi and dice. the game, game science, science dice. dice. That's right, yes. game science dice. Game science dice. Fairest dice you make. Um, if you're using d sixes, use <laughs> use casino dice because they're balanced. Yeah, mm-hmm. I find the balanced ones actually work worse because they're actually accurate. They're like fair, if you get the Chessex right. ones, you know, you're going to yeah. roll better. I also and discovered if, right. if, if you're you, rolling opposed rolls. And you have the Chessex, and the other guy has the casino dice. Yeah. Right. I have a pair of uh, of like perfectly balanced metal dice 
they got as a wedding present. They're two mm-hmm. D sixes. They're like the ones I bring out when I like. It's an important fucking roll, and it like the holes are drilled into different levels. So oh, so that yeah, the so D6, the weight's the same on every. Yeah, yeah. so the D six holes are barely or pips. Sorry, pips are barely drilled in, but the one on the other side is drilled in like much farther. So right. it's like perfectly balanced in every way. I can mess that up and put something in stuff. No. Something inside. <laughs> Get a little lead and stick Someone it Someone paid like $60 for two days. It was <laughs> ridiculous. Just, just a crayon would throw it off. Uh, oh. right. um, but, uh, but, I mean, obviously this is a joke question. But if you really think there is a problem, sit, put a pad of paper next to you, and if it's a D20 game, roll the D20 and write down every number you roll. And look, now obviously... One game session, you're not rolling enough numbers to actually really start to see the yeah. distribution. You're going to have to play hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of games to actually be able to see if your distribution on your There's dice is fair. There's a big problem with that strategy. What's that? You, know, you, you, you waste the rolls. Yeah. All the juju goes away. Right. <laughs> and if you roll a 20, <laughs> you're fucked no, no, because no. you don't get that 20 He's right. He's right. He's right. He's r- you're right. Yeah. I've never roll the dice before yeah. the session. Every no. die is born no. with only so many 20s in it. I've, I've, sat, I've had them trained the whole time and I want to take them out. And they go to dice deals. He's the third one. They go to dice deals. He's right. It's like the Every Sperm is Sacred song. Mm-hmm. It's like, don't waste your 20s. Don't waste them. <laughs> I'm, thinking no, of the, I'm thinking of the Dum Dum Bullets from uh, from Roger Rabbit, where they're, where they're like, you know, they, they don't know where, which direction to go when they get fired. Cause they're <laughs> but if, if um, when you're in the course of the game, write down all the numbers you roll, and then actually look at it at the end of the night, because we realized after playing L5 Hour Stork for a while, Stork does not roll shitty. Yeah. No. He rolls shitty... At critically important times, <laughs> and Seemingly. somehow the dice know that the Seemingly. spirits Even inside the, the, the dice, the comedy in the dice, <laughs> the comedy in the dice. Here, here's the thing: yes. I've embraced the failures, and and I think that that's actually kind of rare in a lot of role playing games that people embrace their failures. Yeah. You, when the dice tell you you failed, there's nothing you can do to undo that. You're like, well, clearly the randomizer is against me. I'm going to have to embrace the fail, yeah. and. It does make for interesting storytelling, and I think that a lot of people can learn from the fact that, well, when your randomizer just goes tits up on you, mm-hmm. and tits up on me is a really good thing. I like that. Sorry, I don't I understand. Keep forgetting. Sorry, Canada. Anyway, uh, I'm afraid to I, ask you to explain. I, I got I got caught up in the metaphor. Okay, I'm carrying on. Uh, uh, embrace the fail. Like like, all right. I know I roll crappy. I know this is going to be bad. It's bad. All right. Here is what's going to happen. So. I think that the fails make a more interesting story than the success of doing. We've talked about this before. It depends. Yeah. Mm. If you're it depends <laughs> on the system too. And I if mean. you're playing if you're playing in a long drawn out D&D combat and you're in the middle of the combat, failures in uh, to hit are not interesting. Everyone. No. And no. if and if the GM tries to make them interesting, everyone's going to get annoyed because it's taking so long exactly. between <laughs> rolls. Yes. For them to get to their you know, I can roll dice better than he can. Right. Hit. Yeah. yeah. I. Nobody remembers the successes. Yeah, we, we, do. All, we all remember this: the sorcerer that went down the wrong corridor. Right, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. We all remember the fails. Uh, no, everyone was mad. They were like actually mad at you. I, still, mad at you. still mad. Still yeah. mad. Still, I'm still getting email. Accurate, right. Bitter as fuck. I'm struggling the, right now with a play-by-post game, Lamentations of the Flame Princess. So mm-hmm. This is OSR. Lamentations of the Flame Princess. Yeah, but James, Very James Reggie. Yeah. yeah. Um, and uh, my character, I, I, I the, the electronic rolls. Those are the ones that I hate. Like, when oh. I run online games, mm-hmm. I will use dice yeah. mm-hmm. and, and just trust that the players are not lying to me because I hate the, the automatic rollers. Probably because they're accurate and perfectly random. Well, they may not be. Depends what they use for random oh number generators. Yeah. 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 I went Stu down this rabbit hole. Yes, he did. When I when I when <laughs> yeah. I used to be involved in in 
was 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 briefly playing online poker. Yeah. And realized, ooh, no, stay away from that shit. Yeah. Anyway, I'm sorry. Uh, yeah, it's uh, it's ter- I mean, I, my and my character is now at the bottom of a, a cliff inside of a dungeon in water. Had to strip off my plate mail oh. in order to not die. Right. Rescuing somebody uh, that had also fallen. Oh, uh, well, he fell because I jumped on the spider that was hauling him away, and then oh, we man. all fell, and it was a disaster. But I, I, I can't find him. I can't find the rope that they put down. I'm drowning, roll after roll after roll, and no. I'm finally like, Todd, God, can I just use my regular dice? Because aren't there spider webs you can hang onto? That's a good idea. Well, I can't see anything. <laughs> And I, I keep on wasting my rolls. Clearly, you finding must, clearly you jumped on the like spider. You fell down. There must be webs. And like it was a heroic you. thing. I guess because he was yeah. being pulled oh, away, yeah. and I uh-huh. jumped on that fucker, and bam! And then we fell, and then everything since then has been hell. Aww. And I'm just like, you know what? Kill the character. This is done. I'm over. So I can't believe. So it. let me, and let me play th- by post. This is going to take weeks. It, it has. This Aww. whole scenario has taken like <laughs> three weeks. That's awful. At some yeah. point, I feel like as a GM, you'd just be like, all right, that seems like a reasonable thing you could do. I'm not going to make you roll for that. You find the guy. Well, this is OSR. You roll. Oh roll. yeah, yeah. The culture is no. This is a roll. Yeah, yeah. 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 It's uh, yeah. You're about to be eaten by a group. Yeah. Um, also, to uh, if you want to uh, check your the fairness of your dice, I know there's a bunch of different tests you can like Google it. Um, there's like YouTube videos and stuff about testing them in like soda. As someone on the, the, the chat s- just said, I'm going like, to start waters. a mail order dice balancing service. <laughs> just send them to me, and I'll send them back certified. Yeah. yeah, if if you got a dice, if, if you got a die with black numbers, I know what you have planned. That I, means you're going to give them to me. <laughs> I got the number all of the them FTC and send them right back. <laughs> Sorry. No, no, no. See, that's that's when you like get a crayon that matches whatever print it is, and just like fill in one side so it's more even and it matches. Yeah, I don't know what you would do if you had a die that was not balanced. You, you can't, can't really balance it. You can't. I mean, like well, you could drill little little holes. You can make it more unbalanced in your favor. No, well, there's certain full moon rituals that <laughs> work for me. Yeah, okay. it's like it's like rubbing a potato on a wart and burying the We're, potato in a full yeah. moon. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Say ex- say exactly well, the same nice. thing. What, what that doesn't work? Of course it does. Okay, good. <laughs> don't you sacrifice virginity? Uh, bottom line is, bottom line is, no sacrifice virginity. <laughs> something a lot of gamers have, I figured. <laughs> Sorry. That was a low blow. I'm just kidding. Yeah. <laughs> Eating into the stereotypes. I know. Way to go, Kimmy. God. That's what I do. I totally confirm all the stereotypes of all gamers. Tabletop gamers. You do. do. You are a walking stereotype walking of stereotype. gamers. <laughs> <laughs> Stu's right. The bottom line is, when, when all of a sudden, when all the jokings are around, your dice, whether they're chess X or not, are, are still randomizers, and they're still going to roll... Much more random than anything you would ever choose to do. If you really think that you have a problem, like really or cursed, yeah. ask the GM instead of rolling a d twenty. Can I roll three d six? Or there you go. If, if you really <laughs> think your dice, get to the if somebody's yeah. messed with your dice, have like drilled holes and put lead in them, because that's really the only <coughs> way to affect a die. Then yeah, then you need to find another group. Because that's that. a really creepy you're gonna roll that d twenty. So if it's right. got a like a right. lead pin in it or something, <laughs> in order for it to like be like. Any use at all in a role playing game, it needs to roll like a twenty a lot. Right. So it needs to be well, like just scratch like, off like all the numbers and write twenties <laughs> on all <laughs> everything. <laughs> it doesn't matter. So uh, I, it's it's in your head, bro. <laughs> he knows. If you that. want, buy more dice. I, I believe you. I believe. I'm with you. And, and yeah, and, and yeah, you just need more dice. Yeah, that's, that's it. Yes, that's more dice. All problems. It does. It does. It does, and especially it's like, yeah, there's dice. Some beautiful combinations. Right. With the new vampire edition, I had to get more dice. 
because oh there's, there's blood dice now. Yes. And oh, I couldn't just colors, get right. the red blood dice. No. I had to get white ones to contrast yeah. with the red ones. Oh, sorry. Then I realized <laughs> so um, I, I needed uh, I needed sixes too, so I may as well get black. matching. Oh, I should have gotten black, black, red, and white. Come on. Oh, so he's gonna have to go red. back now. Black and red. See, you know, now you got to go recalibrate. I fucked up. I got to do <laughs> There's a there's a company. If you put in D10 sets on like Amazon or something, there's a company that sells in like a little dice bag. It's got like some Nordic thing on it, but it's mm-hmm. five ten five sets of ten D10s in different colors, mm-hmm. and they're very reasonably very reasonably priced. I don't I don't know where my I think one of the sets. Is there? Uh, it's the ones I gave you guys. Asking? Yeah, that's one of the oh, sets. Yeah. Okay. They're so good. I, I got the green, the greenish blue ones. Yeah. Um, the Ed from Minnesota is asking: Is there a Happy Jacks promo code for Easy Roller Dice right now? I don't think so. Not right now. Not right now. Not right now. We've had it in the we past. We can ask him get right one. I can ask him. Big fan. If yeah. I, if, if I get wait, one, wait. We'll we'll post it. It won't happen right now, but we'll post it. Bring it up on the next cast because we should have a standing discount code. I feel. I we've earned that. Yes. Uh, of, of the recent dice I bought, they came from Easy Roller. Yeah. They did. It's entirely possible. He said, hey, do you guys want a promo code? And I... Didn't reply. Didn't reply. You got drunk in the I do that. Yeah. It was just in the thousands of emails that he gets every day. That's now in one inbox. From I have one thing. inbox for... And it's everything, too. And it's Instagram has actually been, like, the worst thing ever for my, my buying dice. Because I follow all these dice companies now. And there's some that, like, have... Limited runs of certain dice, oh, and so you no. have to get it. Yeah, yeah. You, and then it's yeah. like, all right, Friday at six p.m. <laughs> oh, these no. dice are going live, it's that and that's it, and that's it. And you're just like, it's like oh, home dice network. God, it is. <laughs> that's exactly what they've done. And Only twenty and suck. Like, Eighteen, fifteen. Right, and you have to look and like, oh, I like, it. but what if they come out with something better next week? Oh, yeah. they have the timer and the checkout. Like, you've got thirty seconds to make this transaction. They still it's have like super like fast. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Wow, like, that's smart. Yeah, wow, Kraken, that's Kraken smart. Dice does that. And now, speaking of which, yeah. when we were at the Game Con, yeah. Dice Envy, you were kidding. Dice Envy, yes, they have some nice dice. I have, have two sets ones. from the oh three because I got one for my kid. The yeah. metal ones are gorgeous, gorgeous. Yeah. They are gorgeous. I have the blue ones with the gold trim, which is my player set, and I've got the black ones with the silver trim, and. That's my DM set, but uh, I use that specifically for Strahd. Yeah. Okay. Uh, in fact, I'll go the whole game, and uh, we, I have this one-shot Strahd game that I run a lot mm-hmm. called "Let's Kill Strahd." And uh, great for one shot. Yeah, it's great. You you raid Do the castle, kill, kill the vampire. Yeah. Well, usually they do because I kind of <laughs> soften it. The whole point is to experience <laughs> sure. killing Strahd, sure. right? So uh, I do nerf him a bit, but uh, I'll play the whole game with regular dice. <coughs> but when you finally confront Strahd at the end, I take out the special bag. And I hold it high and go, boom, 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 boom. And then I wait. And everybody's like, oh, fuck. And then I pound down an initiative as hard as I can go. And I say, okay, roll initiative. I love, I love, the, way, I love the term reference. I pound initiative. Yeah, it's so aggressive. And uh, you know what? When we're. <coughs> this, this, what we do is, is, a, is a theatrical game, it's a theatrical hobby. So. Adding in the dice rolling and adding, make it theatrical too. Why not? It's like, all right, you're at the big bad. I'm going to eat the big bad special dice. Now now your players have one more level of like, <gasps> that they can add to their There's stress. There's something else I do in that session. I'll, I'll, I have this massive hourglass. It's mm-hmm. like 
huge. In fact, I take it uh, to cons on airports, and I have it strapped to my bag. <laughs> security is like, that's the most amazing thing. And then they check it out, not because they're worried, because they want to look at it. Right. Yeah. right. Uh, but I, I have that hidden, so the players don't know about it. And uh, the, this, the, the, the conceit of the session uh, how, is that... How, how long is it? What, what, what's the length it's, it's of time? A, it's an hour each. Oh, okay. oh uh, wow. Holy mess. Great, yeah. Uh, so uh, the conceit of the session is that uh, you meet Strahd and the illusion of him, and Strahd says to you, essentially, you have one hour to find me, or I'll find you. Everything goes dark, all the shutters close, there's a wind, and then <coughs> I take out the hourglass. It goes, wham! <laughs> uh, <laughs> nice. Along with your special blacking silver dice. Yeah, right. Well, that comes later. So there's two. Yeah. There's two reviews. Yeah. See, uh, that's very cool, because you were actually bringing a mechanic into it, too. That's one thing I've never <coughs> thought about. I like that. Well, you have to because you need two hours to kill Strahd. So we have an hour digging around, an sure. hour messing around in the castle. Right. And then now, now we have to play. So right. here's Strahd. Yeah. Excellent. All right. We're on a tangent. And make sure that you uh, end on time. <laughs> in a con? <laughs> yeah. First and foremost. True. True that. All right. Mike from PA. Thank you for the email. Thank if you'd you. like, I can give you a blessing over the internet. It actually will work. I am an ordained minister. Yeah, he has me help. It's mm-hmm. great. I, I actually don't have store help. But I, I'm an ordained minister with the Universal Life Church. I am uh, too. Are you? Mm-hmm. Oh, well, th- then we'll we'll both bless you and may perhaps your. My wife is a master in divinity. Oh, she from there spent as well. Fifty bucks. Nice. Yeah, I didn't spend a penny. Yeah. Well, the well, stamp. She got the master of divinity. Right. Well, yeah, yeah. that's worth fifty bucks. Yeah. yeah. She can put that on her resume. <laughs> I feel like I'm in a Gilbert and Sullivan Patterson all of a sudden. <laughs> My master of divinity, who is located in this vicinity. <laughs> That was good. That was well done, sir. Uh. <coughs> you almost got a spectate. <laughs> almost. almost. You probably you got coffee up there, right? <laughs> yep. <fine. laughs> All right. Uh, game, Welcome. Welcome. Game day report and question from Larry. Me? Okay, I'm reading. I got the look. Uh, dear Happy Jack's crew, I am the owner, organizer, and chief cat herder. Well, you are after my own heart. You know what? You a, a big hand <laughs> for our chief cat herders, yes. of which nothing would get done. Wow. Amazing. Uh, for Charm City Game Day, previously mentioned by our good friend Hal in Season 22, Episode 8. Good times. Shout out to Hal for the plug. Gaming in Baltimore just isn't the same with you gone. I'm Aww. sorry, Hal. I have for you a success story and a question. Question. First, though, I invite you to leisurely imbibe your beverage of choice while reading my email. Oh, I'm going to get one right now. I just want to know if the question is, can Hal open the pop bay doors? <laughs> Stop it. I'm trying to do it. <laughs> <laughs> That's almost two. <laughs> for a small event, I just, yeah. don't be talking while I'm reading. Sorry. For a reasonable success. Game day. Uh, oh, we had a reasonable successful game day this past weekend. We were able to run six tables of RPG goodness in the morning, and additional five games for our afternoon session, including three sessions of our of the brand new Overlight RPG from Renegade Game Studios for our forty two attendees, which includes three parent ga- uh, child pairings. While I wish our event was larger, I take a lot of satisfaction in the fact that I know all of our attendees had a great day, which at the end of the day is the most important takeaway for a con, regardless of size. I know, that sounds like a lot. That's a pretty big con, yeah. In addition to my organizing duties, I ran an adventure of my own design for the new Star Trek Adventures. Um, While it was the first time... The world's first $500 RPG. (laughs) Not not all versions of it are $500, just the one Dave got. (laughs) 
He's well, got the Borg cube yeah, with drawers and the, the bookshelves crazy. and oh yeah, He's very excited. It's crazy. Yes, and that's actually starting. The first <coughs> game session is Monday. Yeah, so I think it is. You can watch, see the giant cube. Yeah, in they action. just did a they just did a uh, uh, like a bonus care gen. Yeah. On Tuesday, I think. Yeah. So everyone's in the care gen now, and they're yeah. starting that game. Remember the big onion cubes they used to serve at like Red Robin? Yes. I'm pretty sure like that's where they onion? got the Borg from. I'm, I'm sure a bunch of drunk riders are like, what are we going to do? <gasps> oh, those things are delicious, especially with the little dipping pretty sauce. Sure right? That's not how that happened. I'm pretty sure the Borg were around before. Anyway. Deep fried onions? Well, no, but like like those specific ones in that shape at a restaurant. I don't know. <laughs> All right, never mind. I'm going to keep reading. Star Trek no Adventures. Rule, okay, hold on. No rules just right. Which restaurant was that? I, you know what? Outback out Steakhouse. It could have been. I thought it was out, Red Robin. I feel they like Outback and they Red have Robin. The flower. They neither have the flower one of those predate right. Borg. Is my going to be my guess? Possibly. I could be wrong. I have all the sum like of the human Borg, knowledge right here. You do. Okay. Look that up while I'm reading. <laughs> I, I would guess 1997 was the Borg. No way. No way. Borg it have to be before 1997. Because I was pretty late. Remember was what I was doing in 1997? <laughs> I was old enough. To maybe no. I was in college. Well, was no, not it would have been before. It was not it's anywhere near college. But it's pretty close. Um, I was out of college. Carry on. All right. Might We're going to keep reading. He's going to look this up. Uh, it was my first time running the system at all. I was able to glean some third-hand <coughs> gaming knowledge by watching a bunch of Shield of Tomorrow, Geek and Sunday's actual play series for the game. Well, I found these streams to be vital for my journey to system mastery. The quick start rules for the game were true lifesaver. I was wrong. About Back Steakhouse, founded 1988. Right. When did when did the Star Trek Next Generation start? We don't know. You need to look that up too. Okay. All right. Um, <laughs> it wasn't in the eighties. No. I graduated in eighty seven, uh, and it was around that time. Yeah. And uh, shout out to Sam Delev, who is on Geek and Sundry Shield of Tomorrow, and has been on our actual quiz as well. She yes. was on Interpol X with us. They were on Interpol X with us. I apologize. Um, the quick start rules for the game were true lifesaver by uh, condensing the rules down into a twelve page packet of all the essential rules and best of all pre generated characters. This packet saved me so much time in my prep and allowed me to focus on the story instead of trying to ingest the rules fully. After running this game for a table of eager and willing role players, I have learned a few things. One, this game is hard to demo in a one-shot. There are a lot of core mechanics that are hard to run through in the space of four hours. Two, a cheat sheet is necessary. See number one for reason why. Use a cheat. All games. Y'all games. Yeah, yeah, I do it. Absolutely. Totally. I made players map for L5R. Yep. <laughs> uh, use a cheat sheet as a handout would be hel- uh, a huge help in explaining and making players aware of the minutia, uh, the yeah, minutia of the game mechanics, namely functions of threat and momentum. Momentum's a bitch. I'm going to send this email to Dave, too. Uh. Three. Never let the rule of cool get overruled by the game mechanics. I frequently found myself falling back on the same bad GMing habits of having my players making a roll to determine if the thing was possible instead of saying to them, yeah, it's certainly possible. Make your roll to see if you can pull it off. This led to a lot of dice rolling that didn't really help move the story forward. All in all, I had a blast. My players had fun, and no one left the table disappointed. Well done. That's the most important thing. In fact, one of my players went out to buy the core book as soon as we finished our game. Five hundred dollars. Not boom. Five hundred dollars. The oh. core book is not. You have to get the whole cube for five hundred dollars. <laughs> and I don't think you can anymore. I think that was like a limited edition. Yeah, I think it was. Yeah. Um, with more time, experience, and a greater level of system mastery, I have a feeling this game will become one of my mainstays when choosing what game to run next. 
Now for my question. Ah, ah. Well, my game went off spectacularly. We have one of our games end well short of its projected end, mm -hmm. leaving the players uh, at ends with what to do for the rest of the session. Mm -hmm. This was a GMless game and very dependent on player attendance, which sadly this game lacked due to last minute cancellation. Which probably where it ran short, I assume. I'm happy, yeah. Uh, I'm hoping to get your opinion on what can be done in the future to prevent this from happening at our uh, or our GMless games doomed to suffer the same fate over and over again. Thanks, and may your dice always roll in your favor, especially for poor Stork. Larry, Chief Cat Herder, Charm City Game Day. P.S. I hope you enjoyed your beverage while reading my email. Okay, before we get to his, his question... <laughs> Uh, back steakhouse. Now, the, the deep fried, the deep fried onion may have existed before that. Okay. But that was the first restaurant I remember having the bloomin' onion. Remember, it was right, called yeah, the bloomin' yeah, onion, right? Because yeah. right. they cut it a bunch well, of ways and well, deep fry. I, I used to work at Chili's and, and yeah, you would have this cutter that would come out. Oh, okay. And then, uh, and then you would powder it. I believe they've actually like copied Reddit or whatever. It's a I'm sure they yeah. did. Well, I'm bloomin' onion is probably a trademark, but the deep fried. Crisscross cut onion yes. is probably been around a while, but eighty eight Outback Steakhouse, Star Trek: The Next Generation started in nineteen eighty seven. Oh, however, the, board the, the board. first Borg episode wasn't until nineteen eighty nine. So, in well. fact, we now have incontrovertible evidence yes. that the Bloomin' Onion <laughs> actually brought about the Borg. There you are. Thank you, Internet. Correlation. What would we do without? Oh, never mind. You're right. You're right. I didn't get it. I didn't get a rump out of that guy. Statistically speaking, <laughs> it would be impossible to argue that. <coughs> All right. All right. So, what to do about con games that end early, especially for like GMless games that sometimes really fluctuate based on attendance? I wish Tomer was here. He deals with this all the time. Oh yeah, yeah. Games on demand. Yeah, because there's a lot of GMless games that that happen there, or, or micro games. And I know that one of the tables that he does pretty frequently is to have a series of micro games uh, because they they tend to end quickly. So he'll he'll actually bring to the table several games. And um, and then and, and and other people will bring games too, and so they'll spend the three to four hours maybe playing two three games. Mm -hmm. and, sure. And you just as long as you're prepared with the materials. The other thing about GMless games is there are no GMless games. I mean, I think that every game needs a facilitator. You know, the guy who read the book, it, or the at woman least, that read the book. At least yeah. that. And yes. uh, and, and right. that even, person even fiasco isn't GMless. There's somebody yeah. reading the rules out. Yeah. Yeah. You have to have somebody yeah. facilitating. I and so it's different though. Like a GM GM to me like is like. Dri like driving or guiding the plot, where if you're just doing the facility, maybe, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> intends to guide and drive the plot. Where maybe, in yeah, I mean they are yeah. meant to be moderating yeah. positions. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where it's just reading out the rules. I feel like is more. It's the guy who read the rule book. Yeah, yeah. So in a con like this, you want to make sure you have at least one or two people running these sure. tables that can. That can be nimble, switch between games. That can facilitate. That was my first. That was my first thought with the, with this is, if it's short enough where they're going to feel like like they were kind of shorted, play another one, play a different one, mm -hmm. and, yeah. and either that or get get zombie dice. Yeah, everyone loves zombie dice, right? Or go to the hotel bar. You know, that's well, what. Yeah. Well, that's the other thing I thought. <laughs> ah, this must be a con without a bar because no one would complain. Like, hey, got out early, <laughs> and, that, and, that, and that was my thought because I have two thoughts. Which is like, oftentimes, if it was a satisfying game, and everybody was like, you're like, you got applause at the end, and you were done an hour early. I don't think anybody's going to bitch at you. No. It's a chance to go back up and freshen up, or go to the bar, grab some lunch, whatever it is. I think everybody's actually going to praise that. If, however, 
it ended too soon. Um, Stu, you have a um, allegorical story to this, which is uh, you had planned out a whole a whole game, and they burned through it in the first hour and a half. Mm. And you said that was big blue monkeys from outer space. Yes, it was the big red. Yes. And you realized big red planet Hollywood was the name of the adventure. And you yes. realized, I, I, this isn't. I need to go to the restroom. And this hasn't wrapped up. This isn't this. Uh, uh, they the got through my entire plot in yeah about ninety minutes. So yeah. I went to the bathroom, and uh, there was something I had mentioned to one of the players, and he's like, "I want to drive one of those," and it was like a, a arachnid mech <laughs> with the lasers on it. I want to drive one Laser of those. Laser beams. Right. So I, I'm in the bathroom with a napkin, and I'm like, oh, have them find a secret base where there's a bunch of these things, and he got to ride <laughs> one of the things and get, got to shoot a bunch of Nazi, not Nazis. This is. Pre World War II, but mm-hmm. you know, pickle how the helmet guys. Yeah, the the, the, the classic German. The, that one. That's the Nazis. No, it was World War One. It had the little Kaiser helmet. Kaiser guys. Well, yeah. they they used the pickle Halba in World War Two as well. Yeah, well, but not as often. What they had to start with, but but, but, but point B. Right. You actually. But Stalag thirteen went, is definitely went and World War Two. Out <laughs> <in your game. laughs> yes, absolutely. Because now it's funny. You would realize because it, it seemed like it would have been too short to me. But when we ran uh, the, at this last con, the Moment of Truth game, uh, uh, Mobile Danger Force, mm-hmm. uh, we did character generation. It took about a half hour, maybe, and then ran the adventure, and it got out an hour, fifteen, hour, mm-hmm. twenty, maybe early. Everyone was very satisfied with the game and how the game went. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, I'm fine. I mean, I could have gone a little further. I, I, I even told them, I said, here was the. Well, I'll just let everyone know. Um, it, the, the party basically has to save Apollo 11. Apollo 11 had launched the, the, the evening before, and the party, uh, they're, they're sort of like the Mission Impossible guys. Mm-hmm. And they, uh, uh, they're told by their superiors that uh, the, the, the Ruskies have uh, come up with some sort of uh, way to uh, bomb Tranquility Base. And you got to f- uncover the plot and, and foil it before our boys... Land on land on the moon, so they go and they find the, the they end up going off the coast of Cuba where there's a, a big barge with a giant antenna on it. They crash a plane into the thing, and it and it falls, and so adventure's over. Well, mm-hmm. that's that's what they did, but that you, you just set it up and they. I just out set it up and they yeah they, they, they did whatever planes. they did. <clears throat> but once 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 that was finished, and I'm like, there's an hour and a half left. I could keep going, but everyone seems satisfied. I'm going to end it right here. But I had a contingency plan for if the adventure went too quickly, and that was they're going to go up into the you know the uh, the bridge of this barge, and there's going to be a television up there playing the recording of Neil Armstrong planning the flag. That's one small step for man. Well played. Right? Well done. And then they'd, they'd see that, but then there would be like all sorts of equipment there, and they'd realize, wait a minute, this transmission's not coming from the moon. It's coming from Hollywood. And now, suddenly, now what does the party do? Right, yeah, right. right. <laughs> like, gonna, then they have a moral conundrum, too. It's like, do they want to let them have the propaganda victory, or are they going to like expose the nearest fake moon landing? So, so, but I didn't, I didn't, I ended up not using that. Well, so, so here's the thing I want to ask you because uh, clearly, and this is the reason for having a GM, I guess, you had your your foot on the brakes or and the accelerator at all times, and that's probably all you were doing, which is oh, the slowest down or speed it up, and you, and you gauged how it went, and you were like. Da, 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 da. That's satisfying. We're going to end it here. Yeah. 
Had it not ended up with it, if it da 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 da, you would have brought in your contingency right. plan. Right. Right. I'm sorry, we're musical. I had to use and we're old, so it's Looney Tunes. That shit still holds up. Everybody still gets Looney. Kimmy didn't get it. Anyway, did you? No. Da 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 da. No, but I know that's wrong. I know that. Yeah, you stupid rabbit. It goes this way. Yes, when you said that, I got it. Okay. All right. Well, so here's here's the crux of the biscuit to bring it up again, which is that you. You were, you were gauging the you were gauging the yeah. story. You were gauging the time. Nobody seemed to be having a, a bad time. Uh, it, it it came to a logical conclusion, and that's great. If if it hadn't, you had a contingency plan. Yeah. But but if you're playing this game and you didn't necessarily have a contingency plan and things ended too early, and you're, you're beating yourself up over that fact, what what? Uh, well, but it's a GMless game. Well, yeah, that's the whole thing. Fair so the facilitator can still do that fair gas enough. break thing, and um, I think that. Stronger facilitators could do that. But I say, I mean, I've been to a lot of cons in different environments, and I, I don't care if it ends early. I, I usually am okay with that, especially if it's near a meal time. Yeah, yeah. exactly. <laughs> it's like, oh, and I can get out go, a little early go, and get to the restaurant. When you yeah. go four hours, thirty minutes, I start getting upset. Yes, you know? sure. Like, yeah, this absolutely. is I got. I need this time. You know, mm-hmm. and, right. and if I've had a satisfying game experience and yeah. it ended half hour early, I kudos to you, man. Right. Mm-hmm. Awesome. Yeah, yeah, and, and you always have other small games around because most people who play RPGs like other games too. Yes, yeah, absolutely. Most people who play RPGs just want to like go get water, food, go to that's the bathroom, true. Yeah, look at the schedule, figure out and where they, they're going to be next. They may not have actually felt necessarily shorted. Right. Yeah. Uh, I know when I GM games, I feel there's an enormous amount of responsibility to make sure that everybody had a good time, mm-hmm. and sometimes that you beat yourself up over imagined. Slights, imagined things. Oh, sure. And I don't think that it's fair to do that because uh, everybody is there and they're playing. And if they didn't get up and leave your game, which is the sure sign they didn't like your game, <laughs> then you're good. Excuse me, I have to go to the restroom. Right. Yeah, <laughs> right. Right. Exactly. Grab all your stuff. Grab all of you your got. things and leave. I'll be right back. Yeah. Oh, I forgot to die. There you go. It's all mine. <laughs> and we are we are our worst enemies. Oh, sure. As GMs, we, we beat ourselves up over every little. Oh, yeah. Put so much emotional energy into the game, Please and uh, you know when when it's done, was it well spent? Right. Uh, <laughs> right. Did everybody have a good time? I want to know. Why am I yeah. doing this? <laughs> yeah. What am I? It's like throwing a party, and you hope everybody shows up. Right. Yeah. Except they're all looking at you. Yes. <laughs> no. Yes. <laughs> Entertain me. Dance for me, monkey. What is this, what is this thing that you brought in front of me? You had a sentence I signed up. Are you sure you want to use that voice for the remainder of the game? <laughs> All right. Thank you very much, Chief Cat Herder, Charm City Game Day, Larry. They yes. are awfully judgy, aren't they? Yeah, they yeah. are. Mm-hmm. Really All right. Judgy. Annoying con game story from Jim Toe. Hey, crew. I attended Cant Con. Cant Con? Is it like Emmanuel Cant? <laughs> Was a real pissant. <laughs> was very, very, very stable. stable. <laughs> <laughs> I digger, I digger, was a boozy. Mega. Sorry. Sorry, no money, Python. Sorry. Uh, I attended ContCon down in. <laughs> what? Is it Kant or Kant? Well, like, it was Emmanuel Kant. If it's Kant, right? Emmanuel Kant. I'm, I'm, I'm sure you can. Have, but why wouldn't it be CanCon if it's not Kant? I don't. Okay, all right. Okay, right. 
I didn't can't con. You can't con. You got a con con. <laughs> oh, I tend to con con. <laughs> 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 oh, no, Kansas City. Oh, it's in Kansas City. It's can't. Oh, my God. Can't. I'm sorry. It's, it's in Kansas City. Yeah. Recently, July 13th. Shh. I'm reading the email at my own pace. <laughs> July 13th through the 15th, in case you want to get your time machine and come back for a visit. Day one. It was a huge success. I drove three hours from Des Moines. No. That's not. Can't con. No. Can't con. It's a Des Moines. Well, it's in can't Kansas. Pronounce it that way. <laughs> it's in Kansas. They'd pronounce it Des Moines in Kansas. In Iowa, they pronounce it Des Moines. But in Kansas, it'd be Des Moines, right? Okay. Like Illinois. Don't ask me. All you Kansas listeners, you can address your emails to Stuart Venable, Sr. Venable. Don't give them my real email address. No. Happyjacksrpg <laughs> at gmail It's got filters for complaints. Later on, I played Lamentation of the Flame Princess. James A. Don't James Reddy the third, uh, for the th- first time, and it was a fabulous group of people. After I played ten candles in a very large, very dark ballroom, the only light was from the candles. That's awesome! That's awesome. Oh, I want to get. I want next one shot. Okay. I want to do ten candles okay. again. Uh, we were the only ones in the entire ballroom, and the organizers put up a divider wall so no one could see us. Oh, that's so cool! If they happened to walk in. It it's was cool just the four PCs and the GM, and it was fucking amazing. Okay. It's cool okay. that they were nice. facilitated that, that you had the foresight to say, "Can you do this?" Well, right. they, cool. it sounds like they knew the game. Yeah, the organizers. Right. Yeah, well, it's like the, 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 the we have the boardroom at the Strategicon yeah. conventions. Perfect place to run ten candles because yeah. you close those doors, turn mm-hmm. the lights out, nice dark place. Or sixteen yeah. candles, or sixteen candles. Right. Yeah, uh, I had a Shadowrun game scheduled for day two, but that night, hanging in with my bros. Did I skip something? No. Mm-hmm. No, in hanging, your bros. Hanging in my bro's garage and having a few drinks. Geek warned me off it. He had played it. He had played in it that day, and a bad, unprepared, excessive railroading GM was the name of the game. Aww. At one point during the combat, the GM spent 30 plus minutes looking up rules only to finally glance up at one of the players and say you miss. I hope he did it over glasses. You miss. (laughs) I know that sounds hard to believe. You know what? In my early days, I would do that. Mm. I mean, I was like... (sighs) At a con? Okay, yeah, you miss. No, what... So no, con games, we, we never read, we never ran anything that we didn't know really well. Yeah, I haven't also, also depending just. on the game, there were it, oh my god, it's full of charts. We oh yeah, make sure we were being mm-hmm. fair, and we had to go through all the charts. Like if you're playing uh, top secret, well, Shadowrun yeah. is kind of bloated. It depends on the edition, but they're all really, really thick, crunchy. Occasionally, yeah. players go, "You didn't look at chart seven. I have the twentieth anniversary edition or the twenty fifth anniversary edition. I don't know what it is. It's got a little ribbon that comes off the top of it. It's very nice. Yeah, books are hot mess. But that GM spending thirty minutes to find the rule, I mean thirty no, minutes. It's just like, no, 30 yeah, minutes. You just just Dude. adjudicate, man. That's twelve point five percent of the time you're sitting at the table yeah. spent looking at a rule. Right. Oh, well, <laughs> that's when you're I'm being embarrassed. Right, you'd be embarrassed, but yeah, I mean it's also kind of important that the rules are done right. So that's when you like multitask. You're like, hey dude, why don't you look that up while I'm doing this? Right, delegate. It, yeah, if it's really important for it to be right, then and it matters. Oh yeah, if it's going to kill some, kill someone or something. Yeah, sure. like like you, come on, d- delegate, like multitask. Or if you're going to run a game, no, the fucking system. Uh, yeah, especially if it's shadow run. Right. I know that sounds hard to believe. I myself thought it might be an alcoholic embellishment, but the next day. At the con, Geek and I were talking to two of the other Shadowrun players while discussing how bad the game was, and one of them said, Can you believe he looked up rules for half an hour mid-combat just to say, You miss. 
Oh my god. We got to day two of the con, Ugh. tired and under caffeinated, but ready to go. I crossed my name off the Shadow Run and re- off Shadow Run and replaced it with New World of Darkness set in New Orleans. Ah, Ooh. as opposed to Old Orleans and Old World of Darkness. <laughs> Um, <laughs> I got to the table 20 minutes early and took a seat. I immediately noticed there was one GM and six players for the game. This is a problem because Geek is also signed up for this game, and he wasn't. He isn't there yet. I hear the GM tell the other guy, who it turns out was on the wait list, that he can play anyway, regardless if the other guy shows up or not. Mm. That would mean seven players and a GM. Luckily, Geek... Got distracted by and well, he's it's in all caps. Yeah, oh, got distracted and didn't didn't show up. Um, I got distracted. I was looking at a wall. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I was throwing up all night. <laughs> uh, I think the game uh, with more than one GM and three players is at risk for a nightmare scenario. What? But I figure what? I'll try it. That's like way under what I want her for preferably, especially for a con game. I want five or six people there. I want four. Four is perfect. No. I want but four. for con, I'll go five. No, see, for con, I like I like five or six. For like home game, I want like four max five. Right. And, and World of Darkness, lots of spotlight. You know, oh, lots yeah. of time. Yeah. yeah, World of Darkness, man. But that's the problem with con games. You don't know who's going to show up. So if you have that many people, you can kind of spread it out. Sure. And you've got some that's strong true. players. You've got some. I think. I mean, I, I'm also used to hurting 36 kids around, so five people who are supposedly adults is not that terrifying. Four, four. Four. So he's like, no four. Four for me. Yeah. Four for me. That's plenty. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I, I've, I've run games to five and six and had a, a fine time, but four is, four is just more manageable. Yeah. If I, can I mean, our, our five our games five. Yeah. So I can have 36 kids use a library without talking quietly. Nine year olds, I can make. Without them. talking quietly, so they're only talking <laughs> like this. Without oh. talking, comma. Quietly, like no, you know what I mean. Like being quiet. Never mind. Just keep also, going. I'm sorry. You You're not drinking. I know. I'm on meds. So go. Oh, okay. All right. But I figure I'd try it. Five minutes before the start, the GM hands out character sheets to look over and choose from. What do I do? Nothing. I'm covering my mouth when I burp. I know. Oh. Oh, then you blow it though. No, but I'm blowing it that way. All right. Did not smell that. One of the other. Players glances at her sheet for a few moments and then looks up at the GM and asks a question about something she doesn't understand. The GM opens his mouth to respond, but then closes it because the asshat sitting on my left answers for him. Mm. An asshat has a, a capital A, so that's that's his the name. That's his name. That's his name. Okay. Uh, a few minutes go by, and girl asks another question, and asshat answers it for the GM again. Uh, actually, girl. I can hear it. I can hear it in my mind's eye. Right. Uh, actually, we're two questions in now, and the GM hasn't got to answer. Another player asks a question to the GM, and the GM, who is now watching the table like a hawk, rushes into an answer. Apparently, happy to get the chance to speak, <laughs> he gets out. He gets it out, and the player is satisfied. Not five seconds later, from the left, the asshat starts in. Well, actually, it <laughs> means. Oh boy. Ellipses, end quote. We haven't started playing, and I'm harboring an extreme dislike for Asshat. Yeah. And the guy from the wait list who is now playing starts speaking in a very loud and harsh Russian accent. People who well, do Russian accents. To be fair, that's, that's Russian accents. You can have a. I don't know. All the Russians I know are very soft spoken but severe. <laughs> yes. <laughs> you will. <laughs> That's German, bro. Oh, yeah. that too. <laughs> There's a fine line. 
<laughs> it was a big. It's but, from that part yeah. of the world, um, and the asshat starts speaking in a very, very slow, quiet, uh, and drawing accent. An old Southern gentleman. Mm. Uh, they are conversing with each other in these accents from across the table. I want to point out that I don't mind people using accents for the most part. As long as I can hear and understand you, we're okay. The only exception would be <coughs> people who speak in unnecessarily slow cadences. What does a yellow light mean? Slow down. What? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> we have we have a four hour slot. Taxi. I don't want to spend sixty minutes of that waiting for you to get out your entire goddamn words. Keep the drawl. Keep the distinct southern word usage, but don't make it slow. By now, the Star Trek red alert klaxon is going off in my head. <laughs> Dude, I, I laud, I laud that figurative speech. That's awesome. Telling me, all of us, all of us heard it. <laughs> we all of us hear that. Telling me to get the fuck out of there, to just pack up my shit and go. I have to go to the bathroom. <laughs> I have to go floss my cat. Anything. But I am, but but I am a fan of the new world of darkness, and I never get to play it. So I stayed because something, my dear hosts. Your pal Jim is really fucking stupid. <laughs> the game begins. The GM starts going over the story out of the opening uh, uh, and plot hook. Uh, in the middle of it, the asshat and the Russian accent and the Russian accent guy, who I will now refer to as Boris, Boris. just started c- start conversing with each other across the table while the GM is laying out the story. The GM gives them each a sideways glance, but says nothing. I realize I have made a huge mistake by staying. The GM sets the scene where, where the player, where we players who are playing as old gods living amongst mortals, <coughs> meet at a bar that is a <laughs> neutral ground to discuss a common problem that faces us all. I have a feeling that you're not the only one that regrets the choices. It sounds like the GM is also regretting. The fact that he's he stuck could all, he can actually anyone could say he can. Well, I'm trying to hear the GM. Can you guys shut the fuck up for a minute? Yeah. The GM you may, so, maybe say it a little nicer. Well, the GM can go. I, I got to go to the bathroom <laughs> and not come back. <laughs> that's the game I want. That's the horror story I want. It's the one where the GM ghosts the rest of the players. <laughs> I, I don't know. That's hard as a GM. I mean, you don't want to no, you, exile people for bad role playing. You know, but it, he hasn't said anything yet. He's just, all he's done is look at him. I was going to say these two will just keep talking. It'll it, be fine. It gets better. Wait, wait, wait. Keep all right, going. all right. Asset gets level. I up. realize that I've made a huge mistake by staying. The GM sets the scene where we players who are playing God, old gods living on mortal and neutral ground says that the problems that faces us all. That common problem becomes a moot point immediately because the GM closes his mouth, asshat McFuckface, immediately starts in with his plan that he assumed we would all follow. Or that's what I think it was as I stopped paying attention after 30 (laughs) seconds has passed and we hadn't reached the end of the third sentence. He eventually finishes speaking and then Boris starts yelling and his character immediately sends his followers to kidnap somebody fuck if I know who it is. <laughs> there was no discussion, no maybe we should try this. Hey, what do the other players think about this? Old Boris skipped the foreplay and shot his wad. 
likely mirroring his real life, <laughs> real life. Except on this day, he managed to disappoint half a dozen people at the same time instead of just himself and whatever poor person decided he was worth a fleshy tango. <laughs> You're a journalist, man, and you missed you missed your calling. Had you had 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 uh, National Lampoon been around when you were, oh, yeah. you would have been a perfect writer for them. The GM starts your turn of phrase. The GM starts working to bring the other players in, but by now the table tables run, the tables around us have gotten louder, so they can hear themselves over Boris the yelling <laughs> Russian. Boris Yeltsin. Boris Yel- Yeltsin. Yeah. Uh, whenever our GM tries to talk. There are a lot of problems hearing him. He has to ask. He, he's asked to repeat things quite a bit. So now we're roughly twenty minutes into the oh game. My, oh my god! While the yeah. next wrinkle appears, Aww. as I said, it's hard to hear the GM. It's hard to hear the other players. And Asshat is playing a slow and soft-spoken character. <coughs> the only one that I can hear regularly is Boris. But even then, it's hard to pick up all the words with that heavy accent in this noisy environment. It's funny. I can hear and understand my brother is yelling at me doing 90 miles an hour down the freeway in our Harleys, but I have trouble hearing fucko Boris from six feet away. <laughs> and now Asshat and Boris have some, have, some, have some decided they absolutely cannot stand to have the spotlight on them at all. Awesome. I swear they thought it was a kind of life-sustaining heat lamp because now the GM is trying to talk to the other players. These two fuckholes decide that they're going to just keep having random conversations across the table. In this environment, it's hard to hear just one person talking. But now these two dicks are talking at the same time. Spiffy, the spineless GM, (laughs) keeps throwing them looks. The other players are throwing them looks and giving them looks. Why why isn't anyone saying anything? We're we're, we're dealing with a bunch of sort of passive-aggressive players. I'm guessing passive-aggressive gamers. Oh my god. Keep going. Okay, I- I'm giving them looks while watching it all go down. They just keep talking. Finally, I say, oh, good. You know, I can't follow two conversations at the same time in a quiet room. Heads nod and a few yas are given. And that solved the problem for about ten minutes. Oh, boy. Uh, when they started in again, I started the internal argument with myself. Do I stay or do I go? After the first four seconds of internal debate, I decided I needed to go. So then became the question... How do I go about leaving? I'm going to the bathroom. I'm going to the bathroom. <laughs> no, that's not what he said. Take all of your stuff. Um, uh, d- 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 how do I go about leaving? Just stand up and say, you know what? I've got, I got a shit really bad. I'm going to the bathroom. <laughs> <laughs> or you guys are ruining this game for everyone, and I'm done. Now, while I had someone to cover to cover me, this was my on-call week for work, and I oh. could still get texts or calls. Before I started playing in each game, I warned everyone that I would be looking at my phone because of work. So when I got a random text right around the hour mark, I picked up the phone, looked at it, and said, Sorry, everyone, I have to go. I have to go. Work stuff. Spoiler. It wasn't work. Uh Uh-oh. They said they understood, and I packed up my things. No one else thought it was work either, by the way. (laughs) They were all looking at me. God damn it. Why can't I get a page? Can I get employed by you, please? Please text me. When you come outside, please text me. (laughs) Oh, my God. My mom is dying. I gotta go. Yeah, that's how you handle it. Like, what? What? Oh, sorry. It's a round robin. The next person, okay, you text him. (laughs) (laughs) Can I have your cell phone number? You seem like a cool player before I leave. Oh my God. Uh, they said they understood, and I packed up and 
left to go find something to do that was less annoying, like elective rectal surgery. <laughs> well, maybe elective, but necessary rectal surgery is not. It's yeah. probably more annoying. I've been debating in my head, as far as leaving the table goes, I think I did the right thing. If they had been doing stuff like racism, sexism, homophobia, and the like, I would have called them out right at the table. Right. Because they deserve it. Mm-hmm. But yep. as it was, they were just being loud and perhaps oblivious. My way was the least disruptive. It didn't escalate the situation, and it didn't make it about me. Yeah. If the other folks didn't want to say anything on their own, that's on them. And the GM, who knew the game really well, apparently didn't have the ability to tell them to knock it off. Well, I'm sure he was just side-blinded. Down oh, there. yeah. He was like... Uh, 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 well, it's like a, a con game is like a box of chocolates. Yeah. You yeah. never know what you're going to get. Yeah. Uh, I, uh, I made the, the one comment... But I disliked doing that, as I have always felt it's the GM's job to keep things mm. corralled mm-hmm. while they while they get too loud, too too out of hand. What are your thoughts, Jim Toe? P.S. Question for Stu and Starship Troopers: Before Johnny gets sent off on his trial run as an officer, as a third lieutenant, uh, he Bertie, that wasn't in the email. That was off the top. Yeah, said. he Birdie and the other guy uh, are given uh, a speed. I don't remember the third guy's name. Anyway, yeah. I give a speech by the colonel who mentions the moment of truth. I assume that's where you got the name of the game. Is that correct? Do I win a prize? That is not where I got the game. It's a common phrase. I just got it from the common phrase. But yeah. yes, they do. he does mention that and then I didn't notice that. On my 15th reading, which happened about a month and a half ago. Yeah. <laughs> Very nice. Uh, I think he played it right. I, mean, I think he did too. Yeah. yeah. There's only so much you can do. You have to protect your own time. And it isn't the player's responsibility. Uh, you're you're paying to be at a con. Your time is your own. If you don't want to be in a game, don't be in a game. Well, I, yes. I mean, it would be nice. It would be nice. I think if he were to either seek out the GM or leave the GM a note or something saying, you know, it, it was really hard to deal with this game because there were a couple players, and it would have. I I, I kind of hope that you would have been a little more assertive with keeping things. A little more on track, or a little, you know, asking people not to be quite so. Yeah, from the outside point of view, when this writing, <coughs> you know, in hindsight, you, you're getting the narrative. But I, I've been in a bad game at a con, a really bad game, and at some point, about maybe at halfway mark, I'm like, "This is a really bad game. I'm going to stick this out." <laughs> Because I'm on a podcast. I'm on a, well, no, I need a story. More than anything, I kind of wanted to learn the system. It was a Shadowrun game, and I wanted to know what was going to shock, go it was on. a Shadowrun game. And uh, it was <laughs> awful. And it went over, and these people were, like, you know, presumptuous and assumed that we would know the rules, and, we, and then, and then you know, punished us when we didn't know the rules. Oh, you guys didn't realize that uh, when you get into combat, there's time. It's like, so we lost because I didn't, un- you didn't explain it. Well, anyway. Many things went wrong, but I stuck it out because, you know what? I want to see what these asshats do. Let's see how bad this can actually go. And, sure. and I got nothing else planned. And I, at, at some point, and the bar like, doesn't open until two. I'm, well, yeah. <laughs> and, I'm like, and I'm like, there really is no way to make a graceful exit from this. I'm stuck on this. I've got nothing else better. I might as well stick this out and see what happens. I swear to you, the next time I, if I play in, I very rarely play in games at cons, but I do occasionally. If I play in a game at a con, and it's horrible to the point where I actually want to insult the people at the table. I will do the. I have to go to the bathroom and yeah. gather up all of my stuff while I make eye contact and. 
I, mean, I, I would love to I have had that. that foresight, but part of me was like, oh my god, I just want to <coughs> work. Uh, I do want to learn the system. We haven't actually started combat yet. Uh, well, you, hmm. when you're in the moment, it's yeah. hard to be ballsy like that. It is. Right. Right. I, I think that it's. Is it? it, yeah, it, well, maybe not. Well, at some point, you're like, it's got to get better. It yeah. can't get any worse. It, well, see, that in, this, in this particular it can situation. Get worse. I would feel bad for the GM if I yeah. if I ghosted the game. Yeah, yeah. I, w- I kind of would because it's like you was looking he, at you like the, the you're GM's. You're the only one. It sounds like the GM's got like three or four players who are there to play, mm-hmm. two asshats. Yeah, all you're doing is is diluting the good players and increasing the ratio yeah. of asshats by leaving. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Yes. And it's not going to be a better. Situ- it's not going to be a better. And it's not that it's not like it's your responsibility to stay. It's not, no, yeah. but I mean, I, I as a GM, I would feel bad for the GM in this situation. That's a good I, way. I, to I would because I don't think the GM has a lot of blame here. I mean, no. In my in, in my game, the GM was the asshat. No, that's so. There's no winning that. There no. really wasn't, and, and I had nothing else better to do. So. Yeah. And the I, play I, I, realized about, I realized about three quarters of the way through, oh, this is this is one of those nightmare games, isn't it? It, it didn't occur to me until then, because I'm still learning rules and stuff, and I went... Is that when you started taking notes? Wait a minute. No, because I don't remember enough of it. Okay. Because at some point I just went, all right, oh, this is a... This is a well, i got nothing better to do. I might as well wait this out. See, is this, did you at least have a smartphone? Do. Did you at least have a smartphone back then? Right. Yeah. yeah or you have like, a flip phone? This was like last year, two years ago. Okay. This is the show. Anyway, no, you haven't my, had a smartphone. My point being... Now. At some point, at some point, you you don't realize that you're being gaslighted. Yeah, you know, you're you're in a game, you're having a good time, and everything. You're, all right, we've rolled up our well, characters, we're figuring stuff out. I got a list of skills, and then all of a sudden, you're, you realize that, you're the frog. Oh my God. In the, you're the frog in the pot of water that's right. slowly heating up. Right, <laughs> right. What do you so, mean, like gaslighted? Like I don't. Well, I mean that 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 you think you're in a, 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 you, you, the game you thought you were in is not the game that you're playing. Which is what I thought I was going to I thought I would be in this really cool sort of adventure game But the GM apparently had a different idea About what it is we were going to be doing And uh, he he fooled me And at least two other people Who didn't show up with characters Mm. He was astonished that we didn't uh, Was uh, this like a living campaign thing or something? I didn't think so There was nothing on the description that said that Because I know they do do some living campaign stuff No, no, this was just Okay a Shadowrun game, according to the description, show up and play Shadowrun. Mm. And then he said, so, the first thing was, so, did you guys bring your characters? And me and two other people went, no. And he... Oh, oh I'm, I'm gone. I'm uh, Right then I'm I, gone. I'm well, like, I, and I'm like, well, I, I'm here to learn the game. Oh, well, you, so you've never played before? Oh, man, that's it. Holy uh, fuck! I can't believe well, you Well, no. Uh, I'm here to learn the game. Well, uh, well, we have these the starter characters, but can you make Xerox copies of the characters in the book? And one of the guy goes, "I brought my character," and I'm like, uh, "Okay, this is this was at at Arcon. and wow. so and so I'm like, "Okay, all right." Clearly, because there were other people that were misinformed now, did, as well. Did it, all right, clearly, did it say in the listing fault. this was like advanced players or nope. something? No. Nope. Okay. Nope. So. We all get characters. I picked one. GM's all judgy. Are you sure you know how to play that? Okay. No! I've never played the fucking game before, asshat! I said that multiple times all the way through. <laughs> and, he, and, he, and he led me through it, clearly grudgingly, clearly upset that he had to now, you know, put training wheels on his game. Uh, but There's a thing on there where you can say, this is beginner's welcome. Yeah. Dude. Yeah. I know. Or not. I understand. 
and I and I don't I don't want to. I, I think it was a, a partially the cons thing because I think they brought them in because he was lording that over. So well, they flew us in here to play this thing to demonstrate. And the other part is that he uh, maybe misunderstood what this it, is. Not his the first was. time so-called ringers have been brought in. That I'm just I'm, I'm, end I'm, up being horrific GMs at, at some yes. Yes, this I know is that not guy too. The first time. Played that guy too. Yeah, I played with that guy too. Um, but but I ended up sitting halfway. You know, halfway through, I went, "This is this is fucked," and I got nothing better to do. So I didn't take notes, but I'm like, I just want to see where this is going to go. And with for a one shot, I'm not out anything except time. Yes, it ran over, but I'm not <laughs> out anything except of course time. It ran over. It, it ran like thirty <laughs> minutes over. Uh, I, and we all it was it ended up at TPK. Why wouldn't it? Uh, and with the GM being very, very, you know, El Duce, mm, yes, yes, <laughs> you guys have, you guys have wiped out. Uh, and uh, uh, so not only that, he's a fascist. Kind of, kind of hit a bald head and uh, hey, wait a minute, and, uh, in suspenders. <laughs> the, the, you know, the the traditional games <coughs> run into this more than on the independent games, and I play a lot yeah. of adventure league, and many games are great. But if you sit at the table knowing there is sometimes a culture around this game, especially older players, especially mm-hmm. that have been in the hobby a long time, especially games like Shadowrun, mm-hmm. um, you, you know, you just you, you have to sit at the table expecting a certain amount of disconnect. But uh, this, I don't know. I don't think I would have sat down. I think, well, here's the deal. I think some people have different ideas and maybe different cons are different. I know different rent fairs are different. They have different expectations, different rules. And so I think this guy was brought in from another fair. From another con. Con. Right. And uh, had a different expectation about what it is he was doing. He's uh, from the con with the, 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 the costume purists. Maybe. And going to the con with the Klingon camp. Mm. Possibly. Or, or you know, people show up at that con with pre-made characters. Right. Because he was astonished that the three out of the four of us, or four out of five of us, didn't have... Con- the point being, it, it it started bad and went worse. But I, di- I I kept thinking, well, all right. Now once we get over this bump, it'll, it'll pick up. He'll he'll move along. It no, it just didn't. And at what point isn't that you called? Really st- isn't that like Stockholm syndrome? Well, but no, no, no. One bad thing. You don't just you don't just rage flip. You don't just table flip after after the first no, bad but, moment. But the when your first impression is you get different characters, no. Oh, I'm like, are you okay? Are you fainting? <laughs> I might have been I might have been a little bit hyperbolic there, but he didn't. Oh, but he did. He was astonished that we didn't have characters. The the point being, I, you know, we just it was like little bump, little bump, little bump, little bump. After a while, again, halfway through the game, I went, I'm not invested. Don't care anymore. Got nothing better to do. Right. Let's see how this plays out. I feel like everything is better to do. Like well, sitting alone in the lobby and like taking a nap is better to do. Bar was yeah. open. It's taking a nap. That's why is it taking a nap, okay. not drinking. All right. <laughs> Staring it's, at a wall. It, it, it isn't. It okay. isn't. It is an interesting thing sometimes, even to sit through a failed game to um, at least learn what not to do. Sure. Sure. And uh, I, I, and every now and again, it's reaffirming to realize that we actually still are speaking truths because you run into these GMs who are terrible. Oh yeah. If you're ever at a table like this, a Strategicon, mm-hmm. get up, I grab your things, no. and go to Games on Demand. Yes. Tomes will take care That's of you. That's right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think it's probably Coke. No, he was way too. He was way too arrogant. You have no idea. You have no idea. There was not a lot of. No, I do. <laughs> <laughs> 
I think it might maybe. Okay, I think it might be coke. Continue. Thank you for the email. We're done. Should we, we end are. it? Thank yep. you for coming out, Chris. Yay, Chris. Thank you for coming out. Appreciate Good it. Good to be here. Thank you. Sorry I'm late. It's okay. All right. Did I miss anything? No. Nah. We talked about your hair. Yeah. I'm playing it. Here we go. Thank you for joining us for season 22, episode 16 of Happy Chicks Review Podcast. My name is Stu. My name is Kimmy. I'm Chris. I'm late. Yeah. <laughs> and we'll see you next week, 7 p.m. ish Pacific time. Yep. On Friday. Specific time? Specific time. Uh, check out uh, our schedule at happyjacks.org slash schedule if you want to watch stuff live. Um, or also, schedule if you're schedule, from Britain. Yes. Um, but also check out on iTunes. We would like you to leave reviews. Um, we have three feeds now. We've got this, the feed um, that's for the, the, um, the podcast. Weekly, the weekly podcast. The advice podcast. We've got an actual play campaign feed. And we have a one-shot uh, game feed now. So if you put in Happy Jack's RPG on most of the podcatchers, you will it. see them there. If you don't, let us know which podcatchers and we'll make sure they get on there. Yeah, or go if you go to happyjacks.org, they're all listed on the right hand side of the page. You can find them on most of the major stuff that way, too. Boom! So, Kimmy's been spending an enormous <laughs> amount of time making sure we're also available on the YouTube. Yes. And thank you very much. This is a short song. Yep. yep. We'll see you next time and we'll leave you with a song. Bye. a young lass and I wrote her a song the words were sentimental and it didn't take too long t'was rhyme and t'was verse and a song note or two I quickly composed for this young lass to Oh, please have intercourse with me. Oh, please have intercourse with me. Minds of love will never wavers when you do me sexual favors. Oh, please, 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 please. I tuned up me loot. I was off to find me last. This rare opportunity, I couldn't let it pass. When they throw in those sill, I prepared me song to sing. And with a hopeful heart, I let the first chords ring. Oh, please have intercourse with me. Oh, please have intercourse with me. Minds of love that never wavers when you do me sexual favors. Oh, please, 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 please. I played the last chord and my heart a flutter started. I looked up to see me true love as the window curtains parted But the vision that I saw was both frightening and bad Silhouetted in her window was the shadow of her dad ah! Oh please have intercourse with me Oh please have intercourse with me Minds of love never wavers when you do me sexual favors Oh please, 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 please Well I looked at him and I knew that I was dead and with the measured rage, these are the words to me. He said, Whatever you intended for my daughter, true, I swear by her maidenhead, I will do to you. Oh, please have intercourse with me. Oh, please have intercourse with me. Minds of love never wavers when you do me sexual favors. Oh, please, 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 please. Well, it goes without saying, I took off with great surprise. For the last thing that I wanted was my bottom sodomized. How could such good intentions be turned upon their ear with this lovely lass's father coveting my rear? Oh, please, I have intercourse with me. 
Oh, please have intercourse with me. Mine's a love that never wavers when you do me sexual favors. Oh, please, 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 please. Oh, please have intercourse with me. I the preceding program has been a presentation of the Angry Folk Media Empire. Bum, 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 bum.